0: A comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. My name is Trevor Scott. And with me, as always, is Ben Slinger.
1: Hello, hello. And Trevor, are you sure we're a game design podcast? Because it feels like it's been we a while. We haven't
0: been for the last couple of weeks. It's been so good to not have to think about, oh my god, what do we do with the game design? We just review a whole heap of games. We're, just but we're talk not about doing games that, this that we week. played, but yeah. Tonight though, what are we doing? Something um, different.
1: So recently
0: in fact, last Friday, it was announced that, um, Ron Gilbert is, is releasing or has, has been working on for the last two years, a new Monkey Island game. And we love our adventure games. We love our Monkey Islands. And you know what? We haven't done this in a long time. Let's do it all adventure game, game design, you all know, adventure, game. adventure game design done quick sort yeah. of.
1: Yeah. Thing. So for those who have listened for a long time. Uh something we've done in the past is where we essentially dedicate our them. very second episode was there you an go. AG <laughs> <laughs> Adventure game design done quick. The idea is that we <laughs> kind of dedicate a whole episode to going a bit deeper on an adventure game and actually sort of figuring out, you know, the whole the whole plot and maybe going a bit deeper into some of the puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to exactly do that tonight. I think we just no. going to- No, we, we've matured a little
0: bit. We we realised <laughs> that sometimes you can't just pick pick out the first idea and go, that's the one that we're going to try and milk, yeah. you know, an hour's worth of content out of.
1: Yeah. So, we're going to focus on adventure games. We're going to do go back to our regular uh, taking just random prompts. We might do random words. We might do some locations. Uh, mm-hmm. And- we will come up with adventure games for them. And if one of them strikes our fancy in particular, then we might do a bit of a deeper dive.
0: Yeah. So we're not promising anything, but it, this is an all adventure game episode. Yep. Uh, we love our in adventure games. We love puzzles. Ron
1: Gilbert and Monkey Island and in, in honour terrible of Ron Gilbert. <laughs> in, <laughs> in
0: In honour of them releasing, you know, one of the best things- on, a, on April Fool's Day, and then confirming it like <laughs> a couple of days later that no, 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 it was a real, it was a real thing. It was like, oh my God, you bastard in, in, in the best sense of the word. You <laughs> know, okay, the best, so this,
1: well, he does go by grumpy. What does he go by? Grumpy, no, it's not bastard. No, grumpy gamer. Grumpy gamer. Okay. So I have a location. Okay. Let's start with a location. 80s Mole. Ooh, an 80s style. I do like the idea of an 80s style adventure game, like maybe a bit of a Goonies style sort of thing or like obviously Mm -hmm. a Stranger Things, you know, takes on that sort of vibe as well.
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: and and I really think it would work well for a Metro
0: sort of, um, you know, modern retro. Yes. Modern retro game. So, that's that's the term that I coined a a couple (laughs) of episodes ago, ago. Um, the modern retro style.
1: Yes, in that you know, using somewhat pixel, uh, like low, lower resolution, you know, pixel art, but utilizing sort of modern features to yes. to add whether it like post processing effects and. Uh, different things. Yeah, so. it, it, it's
0: kind of like Thimbleweed Park, where you know they use the stylings from from like an eighties game, but yeah. didn't have them at three hundred and twenty pixels. They yeah. had them at the nineteen twenty by ten eighty, but it still felt like it was this. Yes, yeah. So the yeah, I, sort of I agree. Let's
1: let's play with that a bit longer. I think I, I like the idea of a sci fi. Theme, mm. uh, in, yes. In the vi- in the vein of like an ET or a Last Starfighter or a Flight of the Navigator kind of deal, where it's maybe kids discovering something in this mall, mm. um, and and it's it's almost as if, and
0: I can sort of see this straight away that the mall's actually being built around like this crashed spaceship or something like that, and Ooh, it's sort okay. of like. They, so, it's already- actually just,
1: It's sort of got that, like, retrofuturism style of-, of There's an
0: obelisk uh, in the middle of, that, is, yeah. that is kind of- And it just gets you know,
1: used as the centrepiece for them all, but it turns yeah, out Yeah, they built a fountain like, around it. I mean, goddammit. It's like <laughs> the, the, the tail fin of the spaceship or whatever. <laughs> sticking
0: up through but the ground. There's just something about have having something like that- um, that they saw it and they go, this would be an amazing feature for a mall. That was the first thought well, that came through know? their minds. Did they
1: know that's what it was? Or has this been? No, it just
0: it looked great. It like it had this sort of fountainy, fountainy obelisky yeah. feature. And they're like, I could build a fountain around that. And then there could be a, <laughs> a cookie stand over there and a food.
1: <laughs> so how long has this mall been? Food before? cut like, down the,
0: down the, down the road a little bit.
1: Is this a situation where? for you know hundreds of years there was just this thing sticking out of the earth that people thought was just some sort of weird rock formation and eventually the the suburban sprawl spread far enough that they needed to use that land well
0: i i kind of think you could show this in flashbacks of you know when they first saw it it was just this rocky outcropping but when they when they were sort of you know, trying to break down the rocks and all that sort of stuff it just left the right. just
1: yeah that uh, you instead of flashbacks, I think that'd just be a good situation for like when you go to like the mall information s- store or center like they've got pictures up on the wall that you can look at t- and it shows like the history of the building of like building the mall and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and I like the fact that there's there's one photo that just shows, like, the rock formation there, and then the next photo is right where the rock formation was, there's now a fountain there. They, that was the and first like, thing
1: they built. Yeah. Before they built walls around it or anything, they just built a fountain around this formation. And it's like, the, it's in the exact same place and has, like, some of the same
0: features that the rock outcropping had, but it feels like there's something in between that's missing, like a missing <laughs> link. <laughs> <laughs> a missing photograph <laughs> that is maybe in a safe.
1: Oh, I see. You're saying that there's- as One of the puzzles is that is you are finding this photograph that fills in a gap in the history of- Yeah. The, the construction of this mall. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so, are uh, the creatures that crashed here still down there? Like, essentially, I guess this ship, there's like a huge or at least a relatively large ship that's just buried beneath this mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody know it's there or is these kids the first ones to discover it? Like, is this a government um, conspiracy sort of deal? I
0: don't think this is a government conspiracy per se. I think this is a mall conspiracy that the, um, <laughs> the, the guy cops. who owns- The
1: mall cops, the- no.
0: Yeah, the the guy <laughs> that runs it. the mall- um, has hired like scientists and all this sort of stuff. So the mall is just to fund his scientific operations on, on the spaceship underneath. So in his office and, uh, just behind the food court, there's actually a elevator that has like a, a, yep, a slot card cards. sort of thing, yep. key card. And I like the idea of seeing some like, uh, scientists coat. Wearing motherfuckers, uh you know, swiping <laughs> their card and going down and into the elevator. And then when you go to push the button, it's like it's
1: a normal elevator that opens up. It's yeah. not like that red lighted tinge, you know. Oh, no. You can go to like the mezzanine level and, you know. I,
0: I think that when you pre- when you swipe your card, it sends
1: a different elevator, like a different
0: elevator car.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-
0: Which is kind of cool.
1: Alright, so how do we maybe let's think of the the characters that are involved.
0: Okay, so there's Becky. She she works at um like one of those um one of those
1: really you know Fancy women's clothing shops. Um, <laughs> I thought it, is that, I thought you were referencing something for a second there, but no. you just came up with it really quickly. Okay,
0: well, do, how many people? I, ne- I nearly said Becky, and she works at fashionable male, but then I'm like, that's just the rats like yeah. thing, and I'd rather you know, no, go go for go for something a little bit more closer to. We can throw a couple of
1: Morrats ep- uh, references in there as side yeah. jokes for sure, but. In some of the stores, maybe. Maybe there is a, f- a fashionable male store. Or maybe a kid gets like, s- caught in the escalator. That kid is, got- <laughs> is on
0: the goddamn escalator again.
1: <laughs> There's Stan Lee's just standing there talking about the Hulk's dick.
0: Yeah. L- LaFour's is there, like, um, looking after. Um, yeah, we just looking named after one of the an ran- erection.
1: <laughs> <Or> we just <laughs> named one of the random, like, mall cops, LaFour's. No, that's yeah. the only reference. Uh,. Okay, so get out of here, you mole rats,
0: and that's the only thing that he says, like because he actually speaks in this, yeah,, <laughs> okay, even though he doesn't speak in the actual movie. <laughs> well,
1: because we can't actually make it like you know we might run into legal trouble. uh so well, his name's LaFives. fives uh- <laughs> <laughs> Nice, okay, so we've got Becky. Is she like like what age are these kids? Because I feel like there's I feel like there's always a good uh relationship. Tension if, if we've got maybe, like, an old- Maybe she's, like, the oldest sister of, uh, like, younger A teenager. Kids. So, I think- Like, maybe an- she's, like, 17, and then there's, like, a oh, 13 I was thinking like, year old
0: No, Becky's, like, 23. So, she can drive a car. She's, oh, like- okay. But her younger sister is, you know, the 15, 16-year-old sort of thing. And, yeah. you know, she's having to drive her everywhere. It's like, can you drive me to the mall? And blah, blah, blah. I think she's she's our main character.
1: Becky is? Becky is. Okay. That's interesting. Because I was thinking we, more that, it, like, if we're sort of going this sort of E.T. Stranger Things sort of vibe, I would have thought you'd go for the younger kids. But that's- But this this is why I want to break okay. away from that yeah, mold. that's fine.
0: You still got them and they're integral characters. Like, they're, well, then they're I, integral to I the like story. Then,
1: I like them using that trope having a bit of fun with it like they're the younger kids are off having their own adventure as part of yep. this yeah uh but we don't follow them <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're off having their own adventure and it, and it's literally you keep on seeing them and they they're like being chased by um a fat guy and a skinny guy and you know someone beat up the easter bunny and there's all this stuff going off <laughs> going off off to the side right and they're being chased by the La Fives and yep. all this sort of stuff. Uh so it turns out that like, no, everything that's that's going on is sort of happening behind the scenes in the mall, like in the back alleys that only Becky actually has access to because she is a, she's an She's employee. a worker at this mall. Yep. She's an employee of of the mall and she gets called up to the office of of the um of you know the the CEO or the, whatever, mall, or the, the mall, mall, mall manager or whatever. The mall man. Um in fact he his name is Hans Mol Hans Molman <laughs> Molman <laughs> no relation <laughs> i'm 37 years old <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so i i don't know i i think we stick a pin in this one here Sure. and it's like that's actually you know a pretty cool yeah, Pretty I think cool to, develop, and- to
1: develop that further. Yeah, like I, I like where we where we sat with that. So let's move on. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, your turn to yeah get something. What do you want to get? Yeah, do you want to get a relationship? Do you want to get a location? Like,
1: um, here's an interesting <laughs> one. We have a relationship between a farmer and a scarecrow.
0: ooh. Ooh, I do like mm. that. That that sort of what's your main character though? Is it the scarecrow?
1: Well, so you In could fact, go a few let let with me this.
0: let me let me rephrase that. Who is the main character
1: and why well. is it the scarecrow? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you can say. That. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you could go a few ways with this. The scarecrow, you could so one way you could do it is as a, a bit more of a reflective sort of thing where you play the farmer. The scarecrow is literally just a scarecrow, right? Does, it, does he have a gun? The farmer, the scarecrow. No, the scarecrow. Oh, the scarecrow. Right. <laughs> is it a old style? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he might at some point. Um, no, but uh, like, yeah, yeah, you could you could do an interesting little. I mean, and this could be a good uh, sort of can- good candidate for a smaller game. Because mm. I should yeah. mention, one of the other reasons we brought this up is that we're potentially participating in an Adventure Game Jam uh, mm. in June, where we might actually- I mean, the the game that I kind of think that we should
0: actually just make for that is a little game called Blind Reflection.
1: Um, <sighs> yeah, I think that's going to be- I think it's too big, even. I know too big. I, don't, it's I know it doesn't- one- have- it's one fucking room. <laughs> well, no, It anyway, well let's not go into that. We can no. talk about that offline. Uh, um, but no, a farmer kind of coming out to the field day after day to sort of like talk to this scarecrow. And you could have you could have the scarecrow answer back. You could have it be a dialogue, but essentially it's like in his imagination in a sense. Like he's talking mm-hmm. things out about things that are going on with this scarecrow. Um and you could, you know, you could do some interesting things like have the backgrounds change, have the crops grow over time, have the seasons change, uh, yeah. and just use this sort of as a window into this farmer's life. And it doesn't have to be completely mundane; it could be weird and funny and whatever. But
0: mm. that the scarecrow is literally his his best friend, and you know, <laughs> on one fateful autumn day, he he realizes that he. He really likes the scarecrow and invites him to dinner. Like, and then you have the whole scene of them having a dinner together and it's just the one way conversation of him just talking to the scarecrow. (laughs) That's the end of the
1: the game is just this really nice (laughs) portrait. It's like a very um, Norman Rockwell style portrait, warm family dinner of the farmer. His wife His two kids And a fucking scarecrow Sitting at the table And the kid The the rest of his family (laughs) Is just like What the fuck is going on here But the farmer's just like Calmly serving mashed potatoes Up for the scarecrow
0: and then you see the next photo and it's he's trying to feed the Scarecrow.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the, kid, the 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 farmer's wife is like re- herding up the kids, rounding up the kids <laughs> to leave because it's just like- oh, he, hasn't it. <laughs> no, he, hasn't he, he hasn't noticed. No, he hasn't noticed. He hasn't
0: noticed. He's fallen in love.
1: <laughs> um, okay. All right. Uh, I, did you want to take the Scarecrow farmer relationship in a different direction or should we- um,
0: Yeah, so- I don't know. I I kind of, I kind of like the idea of maybe having, having the farmer, you know, he comes out one day and the scarecrow is no longer there. Okay. And so his, his whole, um, like the whole game is investigating on his farm where the scarecrow was gone. And you can just go between a few different, few different things of like his questioning his wife, did you hear anything last night? Yep. Did you hear any rustling out in the cornfield and blah 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 um you can almost trail it back to um back to the barn where you know you you see like little tufts of of straw the being straw. left you know, leading leading in there and but you don't see anything in there It's just like maybe there's maybe there's a straw bale that has actually been sort of broken apart a little bit and maybe you go. Was it actually a line in the other direction? Right. That
1: someone's taken some straw from there. Yeah. 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 That's an interesting sort of little investigation sort of thing.
0: Yeah. And it's sort of this farmer that's looking around on his farm, not actually doing any of the work that he needed to do for the day. Instead, (laughs) he's just looking for a scarecrow and you can choose which way you want to go with, with that, whether it's, you know, the kids down the, down the, down the block actually, you know,
1: they stole it mm-hmm. and they're like, they attached they attached it, to, it and a, to a bike and are throwing it down the hill <laughs> or attached it to the front of it,
0: uh, to the front of a truck and is like scaring people
1: dual style. Um, yeah. <laughs> or it's a, uh, what's the magical snowman But bo- You know, there's that book, Jack Frost? picture book. No, picture book snowman, Frosty the snowman. No. Anyway, there's a, it just gave me the vibes of like the sort of, th- the, the 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 inanimate being that comes to life and kinda has a day maybe the scarecrow came to life for a young kid who was lonely, right? And they've spent the whole day playing and the kid has mm-hmm. a new friend, but that at night the, the scarecrow has to come back into its uh you know, into its field and plant itself back down and become an inanimate object again. But you only see it from the farmer's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> <So> you- <laughs> So you're like, where the, fuck, where the fuck is my scarecrow? This, this little kid all, having the all the, all the crops adventure. being,
0: all the crops literally being at, eaten and all this sort yeah. of stuff. It's like,
1: fucking scarecrow.
0: <laughs> Not do his job. Uh, I swear, if he hadn't unionized, I'm going <laughs> to fire
1: him. <laughs> Damn scarecrow union. <laughs> uh, so, so I want to take this to just a different direction slightly where because i did think for the adventure uh, adventure jam the idea of of a single location that one person or people come back to regularly at different times is appealing to me for one just mm-hmm. for the scope of a uh of of, of a jam game because you can, you know, you just utilize a single location and maybe change certain things about it to indicate time passing or different times of day and that sort of thing. Uh, what other sort of situations can we think of? Like, what other sorts of locations where you could have that sort of story of classroom? Okay. Okay. So you just single location in a classroom. Mm. Do like that. And, you could do it with and, like and the you same pl- teacher over year, over years or something. As this and, and
0: a fi- and a final scene of forty years later and it's like cobwebs everywhere and it's still the still the same sort of setup. Yeah. Like the um the alphabet that's on that's on the wall is faded and and there's graffiti on the walls, but it's like it's the exact same scene, it's just Yeah. Um Many years later,
1: so how um, would how would that play out then? Are you thinking if we've got the alphabet on the wall and stuff? You're sort of, you're thinking primary school teacher like early. Yeah, age, I'm thinking kids. like
0: I'm thinking grade six. So it's that it's that time of year. It's that time where kids are graduating out of out of their primary okay. school, going to a new school, and it's like it's a scary and like yeah. To me, that when I, when I think of when I was a kid, that was like when I. Went from being on top of the world, you know, you're you're the king of the king of the playground sort of thing, and then all of a sudden you get brought down to the bottom of the rung again. Yeah. And- oh, that,
1: and that's a good age because it's like right, you know, pre-puberty uh, for most kids, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of questions. Okay, so how how do you think this would play out? Would it play out over the course of a single class, or are we seeing the same teacher? With multiple same teacher, to, like with, classes coming through, essentially, and doing like prote- you know one. I almost one think day. that
0: this is you could you could almost have it as parent teacher interviews. That okay. she's
1: yeah,
0: parents are coming in, and the only thing that you can tell is different that each parent that comes in, she's got something different on. Right, and it could actually be that she's talking to, like, I don't know maybe maybe even it's the same parent. It's the parent. Of multiple kids that have all come through and they've all had this- All had the same teacher.
1: Well, yeah, that's- So, that's what I was trying to figure out then, because you obviously don't just want each little- Because I'm sort of picturing this, yeah, as like a series of vignettes, essentially, different days. But you need some through line there. You need some development of these characters. But I do like that idea then of a family who, you know, you've taught the oldest kid- And maybe they've just gone off to high school. And then, oh, now the next kid's in your class. And But from that, you hear about the older kid. You also, you know, and you hear about the rest of the family in these ways. So, maybe the relationship between this teacher and the kids in this family um, and the parent or parents, you know, perhaps. Or, like, if it is parent-teacher interviews. Or maybe you switch back and forth. Maybe you have, like a day in the classroom and when one of these kids is here and then like the parent teacher interview for that kid or something. Cause I, cause you could see things like maybe the parents are together the first time, but you know, they don't get along very well. And then the next, the next one is a few years later and it's like, Oh, it's like just the single mom now, you know, separated or the dad brings them in or whoever. I mean, this
0: is probably for a different game entirely, but what's immediately gone into my mind is, what if something weird is happening to this teacher and she's actually like traveling through, like she's been displaced in time.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And for some reason, I'm just seeing that like she's, she's having to, she's having to answer these questions that the parents have on the kids. Yeah. But she doesn't, she doesn't like, remember, she, like she, yeah, she's, she's literally like, we're, we're seeing it as this is her travels through this one particular evening doing parent teacher yeah. interviews, but it's like the parents keep on coming back in and like. And it's a different it's set, time. Yeah. It's in a, set in a different time period. Like okay, she actually okay. gets the latest, the youngest kid first and she's hearing all these stories about the older kid about how like messed up his life was and all this sort of stuff. And then maybe <laughs> right, that gives yeah. her something to. And depending that's, on her that's cool. her decisions that she can actually make, you can then hear that, oh, you know, he's actually doing really well at university now, and blah blah blah. Like,
1: or because you're going from like backwards in time, not necessarily backwards.
0: Yeah, I'm sort of think thinking that mix jumping around, around yeah, jumping around a bit.
1: I, I think there's a certain, and again, with, with this sort of game, I, I sort of tend towards, uh, you know, making it somewhat reflective or. or, or Bringing in some pathos or sort of thing, you know. But I, there's something about the idea of, you know, that you know what's going to happen because you've, you are going backwards in time. So you've seen, you've seen the, the youngest kid first in your class. And then as you go back in time, you see the other kids. And and yeah, like you've heard. That the oldest kid has had a fucked up life or whatever. That then you get all the way back to where oh now you're with that oldest kid, but no matter like no matter what you say, it's not going to make a difference. you know what I mean? It's already happened. (laughs) Well, but I think that that's a very. I think, I think you would find (laughs) actually for teachers that that's a very like heart wrenching kind of thing because. that's kind of what the situation they're in every day a lot of the time. Like, they see what's happening and they have such actual limited influence to affect the, you know- I mean, not to say that a teacher can't, you know, greatly affect the the future of- a, a particular child but a lot of the time they have very limited influence to actually change things so i think doing that in that way where it's like this older teacher and she's essentially like slipping back through time almost as if just going through her memories but you play it as if it's this you know as if it's this time travel thing uh okay so just
0: open like game opens yep cobwebs everywhere yeah old school school classroom yes she walks in. Yeah, she's and,
1: elderly. And she she picks she picks up yeah.
0: Picks up something or opens up, up her desk drawer and just looks in looks at a snow globe or something like that, you or know. There's or there's a looks like,
1: there's a letter from this kid or
0: something. There's a letter from the kid and there's a bright red apple on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like a creepy yeah it's thing like of, out of place. It's yeah. fresh. Yeah. And she picks it up and she's reading the letter and she takes a bite.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. And then bang. She's yep. in a parent teacher interview. She's in a parent teacher and- interview. Or or like a three-way like the kids there. Yeah.
0: The the For really the- shitty interviews where where the teacher really can't unload.
1: Yes. But- <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that through line of every time she takes a bite, she goes back. She slips. She slips. Uh but she's got no other choice. Like once the interview's over, like what's she gonna do? Like she just has to take another bite. I I, I like the idea that
0: once she picks up the apple and it's the inventory puzzle is literally when to <laughs> when to take the bite. It's the one inventory puzzle. The rest <laughs>
1: is all dialogue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we've got this whole interview. It- um, inventory system of like she's got an apple peeler I mean, like she finds at one stage and she can like
1: <laughs> you can have you can prepare the apple in different ways throughout the whole game can, like dip it in toffee make a toffee apple oh, or, but or the, it's just like but but
0: but the further back in yeah. time it goes the more rotten it gets oh maybe maybe I know, I, or or is it just a time based thing? It gets slightly more brown, <laughs> 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 it's oxidizer. <oxygenizes>. Just in <laughs> the <it's just>, yeah, <laughs> you look at it in, in your in in your thing, it's like you started this game twelve months ago. and It does not look good. <laughs>
1: oh, it's like literal like physical time based. <laughs>
0: I think it's based on based on when you actually started the game. So if you let it go for like.
1: <laughs> That's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but, no, but it's like- I think you could you could throw in. I think you could throw in some jokes around or some like dialogue around it. Where once you've gone through a few of these, like she can make a comment about like, oh, this apple's getting brown. I need to finish it quickly. And like she'll take it. You can take a bite like mid interview. You don't <laughs> wait for it to finish in that one.
0: But if you do that, it comes into the next one mid interview, and you hear like. <laughs> Yeah,
1: maybe. I, I think that would be challenging story-wise, but uh, I think you'd want to build those moments into it. But from a story point of view, I really like that. Yeah. Uh And, yeah, a sort of picturing a family with three kids and, yeah, you come in, you're hearing from both the parent and the kids, and I think you have opportunities to talk to them separately, whether it's just, like, you send the kid out of the room to have the time with the parents or the, you know- vice versa um but essentially there, there's you- there 's a set
0: piece right in the middle where little timmy's got his hand stuck in stuck in like a door, so the parents go off to help him, and the yeah. kid just looks at you and you know what he 's done because this is like after he's been sent to prison for for murder like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know that's 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 what you found out about during it the- during
1: primary school. No, no, no. This oh, you're saying after like, you've, this is after you've found out that later in life, right. Okay. And then you've gone back yeah. in time enough that now he's younger. Right. Now he's
0: younger. And it's like, you're seeing him and he just looks at you and he goes, that's a pretty dress. And it's like, it, it, it goes with, you know, obviously yeah. the, the revelation that, you know, you put he put together, he collected dresses and, and, I don't know, Create created a dress out of human skin or some bullshit something, like that. Something, yeah. Something, like, that, that
1: something really fucked up. Plays very differently. <laughs> it's perfectly interesting if you're seeing it for the first time, but plays very differently. Maybe you can even have it that- Maybe actually the very first scene you go back into is all the way back in time with this kid. Uh So, you see that scene first. And it's your first interaction
0: with him on his first day. Yeah. And, like- you get you get the chance to tell him off, but you realise that there's nothing you can do for him.
1: <laughs> Something like that, hard, or, or I think, but because I, I think you want the teacher to have a connection to this kid. Yeah, I don't know, the, even, I don't know even, that you want. I don't know that you want necessarily the through line of like this kid is a murderer. This kid is <laughs> is inherently evil. I think it would have to be a bit more nuanced than that
0: she 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 ruffles his hair and notices the 666 just <laughs> behind his ear. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the
1: Antichrist <antiquarized laughs> uh, um, yeah look and this is I think this is one of these situations where if we were to do this it would be we would need to hire a writer who has yes. experience in putting together this someone like who doesn't
0: suck like we better do. better
1: <laughs> stories. I think we're good at coming up with you know this types of stories and types of ideas but to actually do it well, execution uh, we suck. We just need more practice. So uh,
0: what we're going to do is we're going to click again we're gonna because I don't think yeah, I, I don't fine. I don't think we've I don't think we've found the nugget yet. The tasty uh, nugget.
1: And we may not, but uh, and if we don't, then that's fine. I we, think we've had some. We're enjoying cool, ourselves. Yeah, um, I think we've had some. I'm cool laughing. Ideas here. <laughs> I think we've had some. Cool ideas.
0: Hopefully, hopefully you're laughing at my my poor attempts at jokes. I'm not trying to gag. You're talking to me. I'm just trying to. I'm, yeah, I find them. Just hard to listen to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, he
0: says with a big smile on his yes, face because I just cut that bit out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we give each other too much power in the edit. Uh, okay, do you want to give me something or you want something? Else? I can give you
0: something. Sure. Let's go. Um, newscaster mm. or news anchor mm. and weather forecast.
1: Okay, this could be, this could definitely be a fun one. I think we've done something along these lines before, but not as a, not not as like a classic kind of point and click sort of thing. Um, this strikes me as working, would work well with that Maniac Mansion y sort of style, actually. The big head sort of. Yeah. So
0: I, I can picture this as you actually control both characters. Yep. That. I don't think it has to be a super investigative sort of game. No, no, no It's no. more, it's more that, um, the green screen has gone missing. So, um,
1: well, <laughs> it doesn't even have to like, cause sometimes I think it's good for these adventure games to just, obviously there are puzzles, like there are things you are trying to solve. Yeah. But it, it you know, it can, it can be things that, uh, like, I do like having a puzzle with the green screen where you have to like find something green to hide something or to you know that sort of thing but not the And we can joke about it like because you know or a-
0: um when the news when the news forecaster turns up in his green jacket and he walks in front of it and all you see is like this floating head it's like it gives you the idea that you can hide something green like yeah where you don't want the- you don't want people to actually find out that, you know, that's where this is and maybe there's-
1: Yeah, well, maybe something like- uh, I'm trying to think of what what is something that the weather person might want near them during the broadcast that they don't want other people to see they have. A blanket. Okay.
0: A, com- a comfort blanket. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess it, I guess the only challenge is like they, it, it probably can't really be something that they'd wear or put on them because it would be very noticeable if they disappear. I, I was almost thinking like, and I don't know that this is the way you'd want to go, but like, oh, they're an alcoholic. And so the way that they have their booze near them is like they cover the bottle in green or whatever, <laughs> right? I, I don't think that's a good story hook, but just so, that it's something like that where there's something they want that they can pick up and, and take. You know, take a sip from or take a part of or use in some way. Or maybe it's they just, like, they want their their pet close by or something. <laughs> so, they put them in, like, one of those green spandex suits. Yeah, like a body <laughs> like a morph suit. <laughs> you have to- So, that's the puzzle is you have to f- construct a morph suit for your fucking chihuahua or something. Um. Or or it's like a your pet is like one of those fucking hairless cats, and you have someone to want to paint it green.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a day of the tentacle style puzzle where yeah, you can just I
1: think go a bit wackier dip, like that. You know,
0: dip dip them into the paint.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you want to, before you dip them into the paint, you have to distract or like get rid of the you know the the PA who who deals with the green screen paint or whatever. You know, like you have to. Those sort of cascading little yeah. puzzles. I think going that kind of wacky, funny. I mean, essentially Monkey Island style thing. Uh, okay, work for this so season. I, I kind of want it to be something like
0: super innocent. That it's like um the network executive says to the weatherman and the and the news forecaster, if you can somehow sneak your pet in into the place, do a whole broadcast. And I don't notice, you both get a raise. (laughs) Like, and it's, it's like simple, simple stakes like this. So it's like, it's all about hiding the pet or something like that. Well,
1: I think, I think you just want to come up with, like, maybe this is, and maybe this is higher stakes than you want, but like, it's a struggling news. company or whatever, right? Like they're, they're about to shut down and they, so the goal of the whole game is essentially finding a way to keep it running and do it, do a good enough job, uh, you know, to, to, to turn things around a bit. But yes, like the weather, weatherman, let's, let's say the New Zealand's a woman, the weatherman's a man, just for simplicity here. The weatherman needs, like, has a, some sort of, like, Anxiety problem, they need their service animal next to them. Um, the
0: weatherman can. <laughs> the weatherman tells you about the heat wave that's hitting next week. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I just went into the canny man, but that it's like. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. And I was just thinking about like a heat wave. And it's like, um, <laughs> no, the sensationalist news that. You know, they're trying wacky things like, you know, sensationalizing well, and you just, everything. Could you and- could
1: even have like, because you just said heatwave and that made me think the cat's sweating off the green paint. So you have to all, then part of the puzzle is like, oh, you need a fan set up at the same time. But then that starts like blowing the papers around. So you need, so like you've had to find the like three or four things that you need to, to, to actually do a good broadcast where things don't go wrong. Um,
0: um. Uh, Yeah, because I'm liking the idea that one of the puzzles is you've got to find a paperweight. And then because you don't, because you don't want it to show on the screen, it needs to be green. So
1: (laughs) yeah. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. So what I was going to say is, is maybe the way you could structure this, maybe it's not just the news anchor and the weatherman. Maybe the goal basically is everybody has to put in one flawless segment, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you split it up. There's like, okay, first we're doing the weatherman. And I don't know if you do it as a Day of the Tentacle, Monkey Island sort of thing where you can switch between them at any time. I don't know if you need No, that. I, I like the you idea. you can just that do it as a separate, as a segment of like, okay- first It's a vignette. You, yeah, you start with the weatherman and the other people are there. You can talk to the other characters and have stuff happening there, but they're not doing their broadcast yet. Um well,
0: what, what I find funny and what I think that we could actually do as part of this game is, Oh, the news isn't live. It's filmed. And right. they just, they just try to film yeah. that segment. And then when they throw it, it's like, so you, your thing is you have to know what order that you were doing things in to try and make the edit a lot easier for
1: <laughs> that. I mean, that could be one of the puzzles, maybe of just like, oh, thanks, Bill. Almost a, <laughs> almost a, uh, insult sword fighting kind of thing of you have to make sure to like the, the, the news anchor hands off to you differently every time and you have to give a response that makes sense or something, or you have to have a joke ready that, you know, is, is funny enough or, or whatever. You know, the, the news anchor always sets you up with a, uh, a setup and with a weather based ha- pun. And you have yeah. to have a, yeah, you have to have the pun. Uh, and whether that's just a dialogue puzzle oh, whether. Or-, <laughs> or whether uh you do almost do an insult sword fighting thing of like you have to gather the puns or something, but you know, you have to have learned them. <laughs> <laughs> or, or again, in, in and
0: where, where you learn them is you get your phone out and you, you're looking, <laughs> you, just, you Google them.
1: <laughs> no, well, I'm thinking like you could, and, and this would, this is, this is almost a direct ripoff of sort sword fighting, but you make it an homage. Uh, where, as part of the segment for the weatherman, he tries out puns with people, or like every different person you talk to. We'll have a different setup that you can give a pun to, but then in that same Monkey Island way, when the news anchor gives it, they give a different setup. But you've got the answers from the other setups
0: that yeah. that will work with those ones. Okay, so you you can do setups, they can do setups, and they all they all just love weather puns here. Yeah, like, oh yeah,
1: it's just it's just very whimsical. That's we all love um, weather puns.
0: <laughs> that's Twiggy's favorite thing. He lo- he loves insult. Twiggy is a good name for a weatherman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Insult weather fighting. Um, and- <laughs> so you've got the weatherman, you've got like maybe the sports section, maybe one or two people in the who, who like have a sports segment or something. Uh, or, or maybe you've got like the reporter in the field doing a fluff piece so you could have a different oh, setting yeah. if you wanted. Uh, and yeah, each of them are trying to record the perfect thing, but they—they're all have like you're all trying to record the perfect show, and so every time you do record the weather, you know the news anchor hands off to you in a different way or whatever, and it gets um, pissed off at you when you screw it up or whatever. It
0: Gets pissed off at you when you swear, <laughs> yeah, because there's a very rude one that <laughs> yes, um, yeah. that fits in every single time. <laughs> Um, I, should we put a pin in this one as well? Cause I don't, uh,
1: yeah, look, I don't, I, I don't I think, think we're going to find the nug tonight. I mean, tonight. I think with the time left, I don't think we're going to go super deep, uh, but I do, I do like that, that, uh, yeah. news, news one. That's, that's kind of cool. That right. is kind of cool. All you right. give us
0: a location or relationship.
1: Um, oh, okay. Interesting one. In the sense of the single location sort of thing again, a limo. Ooh, okay. So I, I kind of like that idea of, and again, you could, you could keep this one quite simple. This could be a good adventure jam one where you just almost have to the one perspective, maybe through the front windshield or from behind and you just see the people in the rear vision mirror or something like that. Uh, and it's, you know, mostly dialogue based again as, and it's maybe like, maybe you don't, well, yeah, I mean, Limo's probably fine, but maybe they've got like different, like they take different jobs. So it's like across the course of a night, they're like picking up people who are maybe celebrities, kids going to prom, uh, you know, for busy night billionaires or whatever. Yeah. Like it's a server. It's a car service essentially. Like a, it's I, more I, of like a fancy car service. You don't have the limo it's, the whole night. It's, it's, Luba. it's
0: Luba. It's Luba. Limo, Limo, limo <laughs> Uber. Yes. That's what they call it. <laughs> and so I think the first person of the night is the billionaire and he accidentally drops out of like a, a wad of cash that the kids from the prom. Will find. They find, and I, I like the idea that you sort of go through these these different things of- It's almost a dialogue thing between you, the limo driver, and the-, um, and, the
1: and And the, the passengers.
0: And the passengers. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, I guess the challenge with this one would be I could see this being like you could just do a-, a You know, essentially an interactive fiction- Sort of thing where there's a lot of dialogue. You can make different choices to sort of sit, get different results. But uh, I, where the challenge might be is, it, is we if we want actual adventure game style puzzles in here, um, how that would work in? Um, I think the the sort of stuff
0: that you could put into this is that um, you you've, I'm. I'm I just had an idea and it just flitted <laughs> away, and I'm like fucking pissed off that it's like yeah. just out of reach. Because because I because I just thought, oh, and at one stage his mum calls, and that's what kind of the, threw me. Because The driver's mum, like, yeah, the driver's mum. Yeah, that, like she's trying to call, and there's like the billionaire's talking to, you and you just get the phone call up on the screen, and it was, like no, 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 no. I'm loading. I'm hearing all this stuff, and it's like. And then the then the billionaire is about to tell you the secret to, to making money. It's like, oh, did you just hang up on your mum?
1: <laughs> I can't I can't talk to someone who would disrespect their mum like this. No, uh, who and are it's we like, kidding? If they're a billionaire, they've already fucked over their mum. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to just say fucked and fucked then their just- their No.
0: <laughs> Stop. Uh, I mean,
1: I wouldn't put it past Eli. No. Eli.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, <laughs>
1: Elon's awful. Uh, okay, and he only owns Twitter, not podcasting yet. Mm? He only owns too much of Twitter, not podcasting yet. Uh, you just said yet. Do, do you know something?
0: Have you have I've you been a, hearing around I've the traps? i got a through
1: line to Elon Musk. Yeah, it's my secret's out. Oh my god! I used to be his best friend. Now I'm his mortal enemy. We just had a falling out and no.
0: Anyway. Uh... Okay. (laughs) I have a location and we can go anywhere with this. Alright. Give us give us it. Planet MB (laughs) two zero four.
1: Okay. MB stands for mega Botox. Botox. It's a very smooth planet. It's a very smooth surface. (laughs) It's made out of pure aluminium.
0: Um, On this planet, we focus in on a. No. (laughs) A life coach and a client.
1: (laughs) (laughs) On a new planet. Oh, So you've made it this far, you're working so well. But next.
0: Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Okay, a zookeeper and a human.
1: Oh, is the human in the cage? Yeah. Okay, we've got a bit of a uh what's that that Star Trek pilot episode? The cage. Is that (laughs) what's called the cage? Yes,
0: it's called the cage.
1: That's cool. I do like that idea of being in a human zoo, or at least being in a zoo as a human.
0: So you, the human, are just trying to escape the zoo,
1: yeah.
0: And the zookeeper, um, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that the zookeeper isn't actually like he's not the owner of the zoo. He's not the one who who's actually keeping you. It's, he's just an employee, and he he can be you know brought over to your side. Like oh, you can. I, you-
1: I, I like this. I like this. Let's let's think of where. So when the game but no okay first let's think of how was this person abducted are they like an astronaut are they is this more in the future and they are like a starfleet like a, a you know that sort of uh traveling through space or were they abducted from earth and they're just like a random person i think i think
0: they were abducted from earth okay and um they were just housewife okay and they were abduct- they were abducted and now oh. they are just Oh, They're hanging part up the laundry of outside inter, Intergalactic. Hoist. Yep. Intergalactic um, and if, zoo. And
1: in fact, the hill's hoist got sucked up too. So it's in there. It's in there. Yeah. yeah. It's just a whole chunk of ground of the hill's hoist and some grass. Yeah. Got pops into your cage.
0: Every morning, like when when the, the zoo participants come through, down comes a, a load of wet laundry that she's just going <laughs> to-
1: She just has to hang it up. Hang it up. Uh, Okay. There's some good commentary we could do here on like feminism and stuff too and gender roles, but, uh, (laughs) but from a puzzle point of view, I think, well, I think certainly just learning to communicate with the zookeeper or with like your, Mm. you know, yeah, zookeeper, um, you can't understand them at first. You have to, you can't
0: understand them at first until you, until you find out that like, the food that you've actually been eating is actually just, like, an earplug that you put in, like-
1: You think you've- (laughs) It's just- It's very- It just looks like a hot dog. So, you've been eating it, and and when you finally do put it in, they're like, finally! We've been trying to give you- We've been giving you this thing, and you just keep eating our translators. You do realise that,
0: like, the reason why you haven't been- you know we haven't been giving you water or anything like that that's what all those like injections are for you yeah, like you we, we actually keep you have hydrated to feed, like yeah
1: we have the technology to just in in you know immediately have your body be satisfied but you keep eating the the personal translator like it's driving me crazy and
0: and that's why we've actually kept you in this in this zoo like <laughs> We, we thought we thought you were dumb as all shit. Yeah, we
1: thought, we thought you couldn't be released into the wild because you wouldn't survive. <laughs> so we just we we know that this is what what
0: you this like is to do. What you like you to do on your <laughs> we know that this is what you like to do on your on your home planet. So we just wanted to to make to sure make that you, you were happy and you were content. happy hanging up hanging up the the, the, the wet we, laundry, even though cloth
1: cover the we, we though, or, the weird, you know. Fa- uh Cu- even though, like, body even though
0: we've got the technology, we've got dryers. Like, we could have dried it for you, but <laughs> we've we got thought this dryers.
1: Was- <laughs> I was going to go to like, haven't you noticed? Know, we're all naked. Like, we've we've evolved past the need for clothes. It's like, no, we've got dryer technology. <laughs> you don't need to hang it up here. We pump in this warm breeze that 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 dries the laundry. Like. <laughs> so you, you're saying the end of the game then? Like when you finally... Put hey, in-
0: Steve, th- th- this this human can can talk after all. Maybe that maybe they are actually kind of smart. Like we can actually understand them now because she stopped eating. She stopped eating the hot dog.
1: just call it a hot dog. Well, <laughs> that's the translator having trouble. Like,
0: yeah, because. Obviously, there's no words in English that, that yeah. actually make sense for yeah, that. The hot dog is the closest one.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, maybe that is just- Maybe <laughs> maybe they tell you all that, but- You didn't have to go in the bucket the whole time. We've just pushed this button here. <laughs> Push this button here and we teleport the, the waste out of your body.
0: <laughs> in fact, because because you're always just sustained food-wise, like- there is no waste product because we give you exactly what you need
1: yeah the only reason it's all involving used the only reason you had to shit is because you keep in the translators it's, <laughs> it's putting off the, the calculation <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to like you go through this
0: whole game trying to escape and this is the whole thing that it is it's It's a big misunderstanding. You go through the
1: whole game, you're trying to escape literally eating hot dogs every day because you, we don't give you the option until you like have solved a certain puzzle to be able to put it in your ear. Um, But, but
0: it's, it's, it's when you actually notice if you, when you pick up the hot dog and then you look at the, at the window and you, and you see the zookeeper going, (laughs) (laughs) he's been doing the whole game. You just didn't realize, you just didn't realize. Ah, uh, that's really funny. Um, now we don't have to go to that way. Like that's that's us no, that, laughing our asses yeah, off. Yeah, that, that, um, that's
1: a bit ridiculous. Although I do like, yeah, I, I do think, I do think, uh, one of the early puzzles essentially being to figure out how to communicate uh, with, you know, the, uh, the zookeeper, but perhaps the other like the zoo visitors and stuff as well. Mm.
0: Um, now I, I suppose the question is, do you actually, do you want to get it to the point where, cause again, <laughs> what I find funny is these aliens have got such technology, but you know, I, I'm, I'm imagining they've got like a door at the back that has like an old school lock on it. And she's like trying to work out how to lock pick and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, not realizing this is all part of their plan. They just want to see what she does.
1: Right. She's like a rat in a maze. Yeah. Yeah. It's experiments on her.
0: Um, experiments, and it's, it's all to, all to sort of see, you know, is she, is she actually good enough to, to join our society sort of thing? Or is she just going to sit back and just let us keep on
1: just meeting her needs and she doesn't, you know, ask for anything more essentially? Doesn't strive for more. Yeah. I like that idea. Particularly, I like that idea of yeah. Perhaps in, in before you do, you know, manage to communicate with them, then it's about trying to escape. And there, yeah, there are these methods of escape that you you manage to figure out. It's like you break off a piece of the hill's hoist, and you can unlock the you know the lock that's on. You got a crank now, and you can you can yeah. Well, like- yeah, you take the crank off, and you can yeah. But then when.
0: Yes, when you do... It turns out that their entire system in here is crank-based.
1: <laughs> it's all crank-based. It's just a crank-based feature. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. That just everything's crank-based. There's no buttons, no levers. You just have to crank things. And, and, and everyone, and, so everyone in this world, just has their own personal crank that they carry around. Like there's not cranks just on things. No. There's just the connection points for cranks.
0: Yes, and it just so <laughs> happens they happen to be the exact
1: same. <laughs> the exact exact same crank. as a good old Aussie hills hoist. <laughs> in fact, in fact, you find out that the hills hoist was is it, alien technology is alien from te- Area Fifty One yeah, or is whatever alien technology that that made its way into Outback Australia and was then uh, <laughs> the whole. <laughs> The whole hill hoist is actually like an antenna. It's a <laughs> communication system. When you put it up with the crank, because of I've course, I've got one in cr-
0: my backyard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, somehow, you somehow end up going back home and all and like turning, activating all the hill's hoists across suburban Australia into a big communication network.
0: <laughs> and, and you actually say, you. you- the the final thing is you go on national news and they say oh so Tammy you've just re- you've just returned back from being being away for the last 6 months what can you tell us don't hang your washing up on the hill, toys. They're all it's a, it's, a, it's an, it's an alien, alien communication network. Communication network, and you're kind of screwing up their plans. Like we can't. Just they like, want to talk to us, and
1: they just think you. The, washi-
0: the, the wet washing is actually causing <laughs> causing communications breakdown. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's part of like when you're up there in the zoo. That's part of also what they're wondering is like. We put a communications device in there. Why does she keep messing it up by putting wet clothes on it?
0: Let's see if she's smart enough to stop doing that and put (laughs) it in the dryer. But
1: But the dryer just looks like a fucking swamp. I don't know.
0: Um, So, what I was actually thinking is she does actually have like a crank hole on her leg and it turns out that there's like go go gadget legs that if she puts the crank in, she, she finds can- a
1: crank hole on her <laughs> leg. Yeah, because they they've, <laughs> they've, they, like, they've aug- got the they've medical technology. They've to, augmented her, yeah. augmented her to
0: have like pogo legs or some bullshit. I don't
1: know this. <laughs> you can, you can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this idea is just like bouncing back and forth between actually realistic and then just completely wild, and I think we'd end up somewhere in the middle. Yeah, uh, which is good because I, do, I like I, the joke of everything being crank based is is pretty damn funny. Is is uh, fucking great,
0: <laughs> and the fact that H- hills Hoys are actually alien communications devices is great.
1: Yes, I think you could use that.
0: I think you could the use crank use that. hole in the leg. That's too far. So now I know that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, even, even the Hill Toys thing, I think, uh, just, just them being like, oh, we accidentally dropped an old antenna and then you guys turned them into clotheslines. Like they don't necessarily all have to be functional. It's just like you've utilized that design or something yeah. like that as a little bit of a, th- you know, throw off thing and to justify the fact that everything's crank based. Uh, <laughs> you, you actually,
0: you when you do finally get to the bridge, because I think what happens is you do actually escape and you make yeah. it out to the to the to like oh, oh not 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 the bridge. You're not 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 on the ship. You're on a planet. Uh You make it out to the shipyard, yep. which is actually just outside of here, and you see a, a a ship come flying in and it's got a hill's hoist on top.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's the antenna. Well, yeah, you look all the buildings. Every building has a hill's hoist. Oh, <laughs> like where we would have like a, a satellite dish. It's the Hills. It's exactly like Hills. Heist. Um, <laughs> just spinning away.
0: Yep. And it's like, uh, the crank is, is there to, you know, just raise it up a little bit or drop it down a little yeah, bit. It's like, like tuning to get- it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really funny. Uh, Okay, so Tammy, so all right, so let's let's just run through it. We're, we are running out of time, but let's just run through it.
0: This, this is our official deep dive on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: Tammy um, wakes up in the zoo, day three hundred
0: and thirty-three.
1: Well, is that where we want to start it, or do we want to start? I think so. So she's been there that long. Yeah, maybe not three hundred. Maybe not- <laughs> maybe one hundred and thirty-three. All right, so like a few months. And has she just been hanging laundry every day like has she not been trying to escape all this time i I like the idea that she she wakes up the
0: first day is like you know it's the last normal day that she actually gets so you you get you get the whole routine of she kind of like um broken age when you when you remember the start of that where you've got that routine that He's going through, and it's all kitty-based sort of stuff, and kind of you know so dumbed down. And then after you get out of that, do we
1: not reveal? Do we not reveal necessarily what that she's in this zoo right away? Do we make it seem like, and it it could have some of the future technology, perhaps? Okay,
0: so like we make the question is then, is she in? like this farmhouse she goes out it you know, hangs up stuff on on the lot on the lines and all this sort of stuff and after she goes through you know makes dinner does all this sort of stuff a la your um heavy rain sort of
1: yeah or just
0: feeling yeah. of, of a mundane sort or you of thing just,
1: you just give yeah it's like
0: it zooms like maybe the camera moves to a camera that's on, that's on a wall and it kind of goes into a Truman Show-esque thing of people are watching them- watching her do all this stuff through, like-
1: Yeah, or you just- yeah, you zoom out a bit so that the- you know, the section of where the laundry is, now you can see that there's actually a barrier around, like a glass barrier around or whatever, and you see people milling about and they're looking through at her. Uh, And then- Day 133.
0: Yeah. No, it's just day 133 and it's just sort of, sort of letting you know that she's been doing this for the, for the last little while and this is her sort of life. Yeah. And then you can go down into on day 134, she's waiting for, for like the, the washing to come down and right. Something changes maybe. Yeah. Something changes. And then she gets a crank from the Hills hoist, like the, the Hills hoist crank falls off or something like that. Like.
1: Right when the washing materializes, you know, <laughs> above the hill's hoist or ne- near the hill's hoist that day in the washing basket, it it happens to like be a bit Dislaunch closer, it bumps or- it, mm-hmm. and, and dislodges the the crank, uh, or
0: or it's just like now that it hasn't actually been used for for wet washing or something like that, or. Hmm. You, you've been given a tool to actually un- unscrew it or something like that instead of the, instead of the wet washing. I know there's, or just, there's or something fun something that can
1: that like they've decided to change up your routine or there's like, I kind like of like the idea that they haven't decided to earthquake. change. They haven't
0: decided to change it. The zookeeper that's on the outside hmm. does something. actually feels for you and, and you know, has sort of. Orchestrated this, this thing to try and help you out to, to get you out of this rut.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, I kind of like the idea that you find like that some other creature in the zoo, like has caused an explosion or something, right? Like they are a particular being from a hydrogen planet where, you know, if they come into contact with an open flame, they, explode <laughs> and that accidentally happened and maybe you do find out that that, w- that was orchestrated by the zookeeper but at the time it just like it comes over the loudspeaker or something you know uh, the, the Glaucon, uh, but, but it's in, the but it's in a con- um, enclosure it's, is closed it's in a weird
0: language that you're
1: right, course, yeah. <laughs> today <laughs> <laughs> which is one More con. <laughs> but yes and you maybe find out later that that's what happened that's what caused the explosion and as part of the explosion the thing falls off the hill the crank falls off the hill hoist, and that then lets you there are a couple of crank holes
0: basically yes. that you one in the kitchen would have seen one the of the laundry before,
1: if you'd clicked on everything yeah now you can kind of get access to some different things and start solving some puzzles to like um out a translator, or whatever.
0: I, I like the idea that as she goes to walk, like outside of outside of the area, and she goes, like I I literally can't walk any further. Like,
1: mm.
0: why not? She goes,
1: <laughs> and it's just like, Like, t- <laughs> yeah, you see the the barrier, yeah, for sure.
0: Because I know there's so- there's something about l- making it look as though she's just in like a normal farmhouse or something like that. Yeah, you know? for sure
1: uh and it's essentially almost a simulated thing or a, or it's partially there or it's
0: it's literally when they you know when they the bit of her. land the, yeah. the bit of land that they abducted her from included half the house
1: like yeah i like that they <laughs> that when you maybe part of what you do is you turn off that barrier which is essentially it it's an, an illusion making it look like the the house continues so, when you turn it off, you just see that, actually, no, the house was completely sheared in half at that point. And then that's sort of maybe the way you can escape or- As long
0: as the final shot of the game is this thing that's been re- returned perfectly, except for the, the old part of the house that's been on earth is kind of, like, sagged in a bit and, <laughs> like, doesn't quite match. <laughs> And then you see the skeleton <laughs> of a kid. Rid- or dog.
1: <laughs> oh, that's dark.
0: It's only in the corner.
1: The baby do- the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe <laughs> she was a single parent, and she just she never maybe came home. To dog. Feed her kids. Maybe you see half the skeleton of the dog.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's that's worse.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I like I. I think <laughs> you, you. The last shot is you see where the farmhouse was taken from. There's like the huge hole in the ground. And then it just falls from the sky <laughs> and misses. <laughs> like it's halfway in tilts, everything explodes, it zooms out,
0: and you hear sirens and like, you know, the the men in black sort of sort of coming, like black vans coming in as like
1: right, yeah. Ching! Day one thirty
0: five.
1: You do you get home in one day? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They've, they've got the I technology. Know how we have the technology. But oh, anyway, I, it, it
0: ends yeah. with, you know, it she's back and she goes, Is was this a dream? And then she reaches down and feels her crank. Her crank. And it's like
1: <laughs> Tammy Crankmeister in <laughs> Escape
0: from Planets M B two zero four. Two zero
1: four. Alright. Well, look, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, it was thanks Ron Gilbert and Monkey Island for inspiring this episode maybe we'll do another one of these sometime uh particularly leading up to the adventure jam if we do end up doing that but uh hey if you would like to I fi- kind of want to give this game a go like
0: yeah. I think this could be pretty simple like
1: oh uh, I think this one's a bit too high in scope if you could if you could think of doing it in a single like keeping it in the single location bring the scope down maybe. We can, we can talk about it off, yeah. off air. <laughs> so look, if you would like to listen to our previous episodes, there are a bunch of them and you can find them at podchaser.com slash bitstorm. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review. Leave us an episode review on the ones that you like. If you liked this one, if you had any ideas from, you know, that, that spawned from our prompts or our discussions, we would love to hear them. Uh, and hey, for all of April, podchaser is doing reviews for good with, where they're donating uh, money to World Kitchen. So uh, leave a review and you will help that. And we will reply to it because that will awesome. also double the amount.
0: And Ben will reply personally if you do to any of ours because he's yes. part of Podchaser. So,
1: well, but I will reply as Bitstorm because that is a thing that Podchaser can do. <laughs> <gasps> Maybe it was me then.
0: I don't know yeah. whether I did that. Who don't? If you'd like the theme that we play at the start and end of each episode, that is called Mount Defiance of oh, the Album Containment Failure by the band Cooridust. Uh The song is for free on Bandcamp. You can Google it. It's it's cool.
1: It's cool. That's right. So, thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. So, so where are you going, kids? Australian <laughs> in <line. laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> oh god you're pulling some oh, weird ones oh fucking reference format. oh Jesus fuck. where are you going <laughs> straight in line <laughs> we should do an adventure games just based on old Australian TV ads <laughs> <laughs> hello
0: Frank Walker National from Piles. National Tiles.
1: <laughs> Grand sale! Grand sale! Grand
0: We <laughs> would have to get like Frank Walker to actually do a oh, fucking totally could. voice.
1: Yeah, you could. Hello,
0: Frank Walker from National New- 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 <laughs> National Zoo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just getting his to the answer of the zoo.